Welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. And here we are again. Yeah, we're actually taping this like... On the day we're supposed to tape it? Yeah, ah. it, feel, it feels weird because it does. we're taping it relatively soon after the time we the taped last one? the last episode. Yeah. So it's like kind of like a normal schedule. Yes. Because normally we just tape on Sundays, but lately we've kind of get into this groove of like taping like midweek and, you know, just because of our schedule. But, and I'm, I'm feeling better. I know mm-hmm. our, our, one of our listeners was asking me if I'm okay. Yeah, we're doing all right. I'm fine. We, we actually were supposed to go to Depeche Mode last night. Yeah. You know what? I'm glad we didn't. Yeah, why? No, because I think if we had gone, we would feel like garbage today. That's what I was worried about. Because I'm like, you know, this, is the, this is the thing that sucks. It's like, I... So I bought the ticket. I had this. Bo- I bought these tickets for this show, like forever ago. Yeah, and they were basically free tickets because I bought them with the gift card that I got as a part of my, uh, you know, from as a as a holiday gift card. Yeah. So I got it, and I put the uh, gift card to you know I used that as part of the gift card, and I ended up, um, you know, just you know it, it was like. What was it like? January, December. Yeah, these been a were while. on sale. This was almost been like a year that these tickets were on sale, or tickets. You know, I bought these tickets, and then you know, it, the show just happened to be the week after, probably one of the busiest weeks I've had in recent time. Yeah, you know, with between uh, wedding, the wedding I went to, and the pod fest, and the show, and just work in general. So. Uh, you know, so it came time for this show this weekend, you know, I'm still, and, and I got back and I've just been depleted, mm-hmm. you know, just it's traveling and everything and just trying to get back on track. And I just didn't feel up for it. And Jen didn't, you didn't feel up for it. No. No, because I like caught your, whatever you brought back. Yeah. And I think I, I got off pretty good. I did too. For all, for still, all things considered. Gross. But at the same, because I know other people have, you know, been something's been good stuff's been going around or whatever i mean it's always stuff's always going around you know sure. we're, we're a gross society we were disgusting <laughs> so it's all true so yeah but we um yeah but i was i wasn't you know i wasn't feeling well and just we were like ah we shouldn't go out no but, and and I'm, I'm glad we didn't go actually you know we got some sleep i feel much better after getting sleep yeah things are good yeah and it's, it's strangely enough we're actually like back on track yeah somewhat oh can i say something oh yeah yeah uh that has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about no go for it i just wanted to say so shit really sucks in puerto rico right now okay also in other places we have huge you know earthquakes in mexico and and uh puerto rico is a is a mess uh and they need a lot of help and big fires and there's fires out here and those people need help and irma and uh harvey people need help i was just gonna say if you have a couple extra bucks and you want to throw it towards the relief effort of your choice, that would be really awesome. Uh, I myself am going to donate some more money to Puerto Rico uh, because they have no power in water and, and those people need help. So I was just going to put put that out there. Just, you know, if you guys are out there going, man, I wish I could help somebody or even locally in your, your area, you know, donate to your local animal shelter or whatever. I just feel like, especially how things are now, we as a society need each other more than ever. So yeah, donate if you, if you, if you can, if you have a couple extra bucks, that's all. Yeah, no, please do. Um, we can all use charity of your choice. Yeah. Please, please give if you can. So uh, it's that's all. really important. Yeah. Um, we watch movies. We did watch movies. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, we didn't want. We watched some not good movies. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, like so. Um, last year, we went to the New Beverly has like an all night horror movie marathon. Yeah, this last year we were lucky enough theater. to get tickets to go because they sell out like instantly. So we yeah. went, and it was uh, actually very hard to get through just because. I myself am not used to that sort of Yeah, because basically you're, like, what you, when you're oh, going man. into it, you're basically committing, you're saying, look. I'm here. I'm going st- to be here and I'm going to sit and I'm going to watch all these movies. From And I'm going to eat, drink really bad coffee. 
Yeah. And yeah, it, and that's what's going to happen. Like, so it's like from like what, 7.30 to. Yeah, to like 4. So it's 7.30, 7.30. Yeah, it's like a 12 hour thing. So we went last year. We saw some some stuff. Uh, so this year it happened. Uh, Sean was out of town, but I didn't think it was something I wanted to do anyway. But Sean was out of town and I was just kind of looking on Instagram to see people who'd gone to see what movies they'd shown because it's always a secret. So they showed a movie called Killer Party, mm-hmm. which is a horror movie from the 80s. It's about a sorority uh, and murders that go down the night of this party. And I'm like, holy shit, that's like right up my alley, right? Mm-hmm. I love fucking 80s movies. I love cheesy horror movies. Uh, this sounds right up my alley. So found out that it's available on Amazon. Yeah. So yeah. we rented it. Mm-hmm. It was not what I wanted. It was a little bit boring, actually. It was actually a lot of boring. It was one of those, it's mo- it's, it's one of those movies where it's like... It's one of those movies where it's really it's it's like short, but it feels very long. Yeah, because a whole lot of there's a lot of setup that's like unnecessary in this movie. Because there's a, the par- like, actual party doesn't, doesn't happen until like halfway in. Yeah, it feels like it's not really like that central to oh, it. Oh man, I want that party to start like 15 minutes into the movie. That's like the thing. You just be you like set up that shit and then you start killing. Yeah, that's how that works. I mean, no, it got- actually does that really well. How uh, was it? Uh, sorority Slumber Party Massacre. Okay. Which actually uh, does the the first one. I just watched that one. Yeah. And actually, that one's really uh, actually does that does that what we're you know the opposite of what this movie did, which yeah. was drag until you get actually get to the part, and then and then it kind of takes like a really like weird ass hard left turn that you don't really like. You didn't really. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense, but at the same time, you're like. Wait, what? Well, this is, doesn't really seem like it should be a part of what this movie would be. I kind of felt like this was two different movies that they put together. Kind of, yeah. I can uh, see that. They were like, you know, they really wanted to do like a possession movie. Yeah. And that's what they were going for. But then they were like, well, that's not going to sell. Let's make it about a party and a yeah, then, we, then we also want like a party where teenage, you know, where, uh, where you we know, can have adults girl, get murdered Yeah, we can have, make sure we have tits because it's a fucking 80s horror movie. We have yeah. to have tits. So yeah, it, it was it was weird, and it, I, I was kind of disappointed in it to be honest, because I was yeah. like, I want you know, I just want really horrible, gory death scenes. No, you know, look, look, here's the thing: give me 89 minutes of just horror. There and actually I'm a were happy person. there were actually some pretty good gore effects. Oh yeah, no, movie. there was there was some great stuff. There's in there, actually but I mean, th- it was just it came too late. I well, think. the one thing too is that it's very confusing because you're watching the movie and it starts out okay. So this is how it starts. It starts out with like. Oh shit! That's right. Like a funeral from the first mo- first creep show, yes. uh, and then there's like, and it's like a woman who like, like get, in the fifties. It's in the fifties, and then this woman gets like dragged into a uh, into a coffin into a coffin because she's like, you know, fuck you, mother in law, and she's yeah. like, dragged into a coffin, and it's you know, and then she gets cre- burned alive. She gets burned alive, but we're turns out we're watching that on a on a. Of uh, a, a movie theater, like a, a drive-in, drive-in, drive-in movie theater, uh, and a drive-in where everyone's dressed like it's the '80s, but all the cars look straight out of 1956. Right. So you're like, wait a second, what? So then there's like this girl, and she's got like crimped hair with like pink in it, and then blonde, and her, she's with her boyfriend, and he wants to make out, but she goes to get popcorn. Yeah. And she goes in, and there's nobody there, so there's like this long thing. I don't know. It's like two minutes long, where she's just like, hey. it takes her like it takes her like two hours. She's like, yeah. she's like, hey, where is somebody? Hey, is anybody here? Can I'm I get take some popcorn? Yeah, and we sit there for like two I'm minutes. Take some popcorn. Basically like, popcorn, waiting bitch. for her to do this, so she finally takes the popcorn. She goes outside, and everyone's gone, and so she sits back in the car, and then her boyfriend's like undead, maybe. Yeah. And so then he tries to kill her, but then all of a sudden we're in a fucking music video. We're in like a thriller music but, video. No, but not like not like even like a thriller. Like this is like the the band in the movie is called White Sister. Right. So imagine like dudes playing guitar and like kicking and imagine, like, imagine like fucking like Warrant, bad, but they yeah, did Warrant. Warrant does thriller. Yeah. Or something to that. But like not as good as thriller. Like not nearly as well done as thriller. And so then we're just in this movie and everybody's dancing. It's more like iller. And then it's like you watch that whole thing with the whole song, and then all of a sudden you're in the sorority house. Yeah, then then you're, you're watching. Like, Why it. the fuck did that just happen? It just never like, comes back. And then you're just like, oh, I guess that's the movie. The song never comes back either. That's it. Nobody references it. It's not like, oh my god, we're gonna go see. Well, you know this what it band? was. You know, what, okay, you know what it was is that so they kept us in the movie, but originally, from when I was when I was reading this about this movie, is that 
they wanted to call the movie April Fools. Uh-huh. And the whole thing about the song was the guy singing like, you know, the twisted white sister or whatever. Yeah. Uh white Russian. He's singing uh like, you know, April, you're a fool, something, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. And and they're supposed to be on April Fools. But oh, like the, during when they were making this movie, there's another movie called April Fool's Day yeah. that came out from like another, I think Paramount or something. And they had to kind of do a, like a misdirect and call something call it something else. Yeah, but it's all and, it all takes place on April Fool's Day. Like the party happens on April Fool's Day. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah, and there's like fucking nerds and fucking weird, you know, these weird, it, it's weird, weird, there's two, there's two dorks, two, like a fat guy and a, and, and an Eddie, fat Eddie guy. Deason dressed as a <laughs> fucking uh, bumblebees, and then one the fat guy gets uh, stabbed through the taint. Oh yeah, and then that other guy gets somehow just stabbed through the face. At he the gets stabbed same through the face because he for some reason he sees his friend getting stabbed through the taint, and it looks like he goes to blow him. Yeah, he's like, but he what? decides to blow the drill bit that is stabbing his friend's taint, it's, and, and then, then they, he dies because die. in his mouth. I, I don't know that. That's, 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 that's what that's that's you I'm not making that no, up. No, you just that's see this guy. Like. So you just see like the fat guy is like sitting on top of like a vent. Yeah, because they're sitting on top of a vent. I don't know. They're I think they're playing jacks or I, something. I think so because they don't really have any lines. They don't they just sort of like they're, giggle. They're, they're, they're like, yeah, they're like, uh, they're like Humpty Dumpty. They're like a uh, fucking, just like weird, random dudes that are like, because because it's because they're like just they're like like just the they're just I, I don't know how to describe them because they're like if these were real people like they it's just it's hard I, I don't know sometimes people they're, they're just basically like like goons because they show up but also they're like going up to girls and like they're like on the ground like looking at girls asses yeah when these girls are dancing but they like they're just like and they're just like bumping against girls like the like night at the roxbury but like even more horrifying yeah and it's but like i said they don't have any lines so they're like the fat guy's like sitting on a vent and they're like playing cards or jacks or something and they're both like giggling like idiots and then this thing comes up like a harpoon and stabs this one guy in the ass or taint and the other guy goes, what's happening? And then you just see him lean forward, and then it cuts to, like, somebody walking through, and then they walk in, and both of those guys are dead, and the nerd got stabbed in the mouth somehow. And you're like, what happened? How did that even happen? All right, they're dead. doesn't matter. <laughs> the end. It's ridiculous. It's weird. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was... Um, yeah. I mean it was it was whatever. It was just... It there's was also, like, there's also at the end, because there's this whole thing with a demon at the end, and it's actually kind of like I kind of felt like that part was well done. Uh huh. And I kind of like that. And there's like actually some like you know some clever effects to that I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Uh huh. You know, just stuff down like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And then they you know they pull it off, and it's just the movie ends. I don't know. It's kind of you gotta see it. You yeah. Know? I would I would check it out. I don't know. It's just it's 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 interesting. Um, and then we also watched. Oh, let's go let's go with these real quick. Also close. Eh. I'll also go through these real quick. We also watched uh, The House. Yeah, with Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler, which I didn't even realize was a movie. Oh, okay. Well, you what's one of those movies that came out, like, in March? Oh, okay. And it was out, and then all of a sudden, it's just all mad. Now it's on voodoo. Yeah, they're just like, hey, do you want to see a bunch of people you know in a movie that is stupid? Here's this movie. Because, like, Jason Mansukas is in it. Oh, yeah. It's all, oh, the, com- it's all the comedians. Wayne Fetterman's in it. Who, Rob Hubel's in it. Hubel's Nick Kroll's in it. In it. I'm, surpri- in it. I'm surprised that Nick uh, Paul Shear wasn't in it. He probably had a scheduling conflict. I, I mean, That's probably my guess. Paul Shear was supposed to be in it. I'm sure or, he was. I'm certain. I'm sure he was. I'm the, sure he was. Pretty, much, to be pretty much the entire cast of the league is in this movie. Yes. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Uh huh. But so they like uh, basically. Well, the long story short is that basically, uh, what? I was just saying, Amy Poehler and Will Ferrell have a kid kid gets into college and they're like oh no the kid can't get the scholarship because nick kroll's an asshole and he stole all the money because he's like the mayor uh he's the mayor of a town of a town and he's like oh well we can't ask her to apply for a student loan which for some reason never gets brought up in this movie no the idea of applying for a student loan for this kid to go to her dream school never comes up it's just like oh no we have to pay for her college in full how about we start an illegal cons- uh, and how casino they, with Jason Manzukas? Right. And this is only for her first year in college. Yeah, that's it. That's it. They're only trying to pay her first year. Or for first semester. Not even for first semester. Yeah. 
first like, semester in college, you're like, no oh, it's fifty thousand dollars. No one's bringing up loans, huh? No one, no one's no. talking about loans. No one's talking about doing the two year at the community college, transferring. Because uh, God forbid that. you bring up loans, right? Like, but bring up actual loans that people because because the only time they bring up a loan is they're like, oh, can we get a loan? Right, for- they're trying to get a loan to pay for her, not her getting a loan. Right. Which I mean, student debt is bullshit. Uh, I will never pay mine off. I really actually do hope that I die owing at least $7 and I don't want anybody to pay it. I just want to be like, she died at 89 years old. She owed $7 on her student loan account and no one's going to fucking pay it. Here's my middle finger. Uh, that's what I hope. That for. should be your last payment as their middle finger. Yeah, I'm just going to Xerox my middle. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you can, if Xeroxing will be a thing when I'm 89. Oh, you but you'll do send a hologram. Maybe. Maybe I'll just, oh, that would be great. It just pops up and it's just my middle finger. It just goes on. My, I'm assuming it would be gnarled and like all arthritic at that yeah. point, but it'll be great. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to really stick it to the man. Uh, but yeah, so that's like never brought up, but they're just like, oh, I know, illegal casino. And so that's what they do. So basically they start up a casino. They chop off a guy's finger. Which is gross, actually. Which is really uncomfortable. <laughs> it's really upsetting. Because, they're, because basically, you know, they, they, you know, the neighborhood is so bored that oh, they... Yeah, they kill what's-his-face, too. They kill Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner dies. Uh, they flat-out murder Jeremy Renner, and there are no consequences. Granted, he was going to do some shit to them. Yeah, he was, but they still murdered him. But they just basically end up, like, setting him on fire and chopping off his arm. Yeah. Like, this, is how, this is what happens to this movie. Yeah. I'm not kidding. They, like, chop off Jeremy Renner's arm, and they light him on fire, and no one pays any consequences. For, not even, like, charged with, like, involuntary manslaughter. Nothing. Just also, like, Jason Manzoukas gets stabbed, and he's fine. Oh, that's right. He gets stabbed for, like, ten seconds, and then he's, like, walking around like he's fine. Yeah, well, he's stabbed, he goes, oh, I got stabbed. Ow. Oh. Then the next, like, rest of the movie, he's like, no, yeah, he, I guess my, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, there's not even any blood on him. He's just like, I guess I was stabbed. No, he was not stabbed. And there's no consequences, and that's what I don't like. That's that's like the it's like the American Pie movies. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, look, there's a ton of crazy shit that happens in people, you know, in society, and just in towns and places that we have no idea yeah. that maybe it very much mirrors what happens in these movies. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, if you have an illegal casino, they don't get busted for that. They don't do any jail time for that. I don't even think they have a fine. They get to take the money and like pay off their daughter's. They tuition. take the money that they stole back, stole back from a, an elected official who decide who who the one cop in the town who's Rob Hubel decides to arrest him because he feels bad for the the cup for right. Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler. Right. So like, there's no charges for that. Okay, whatever. Then Jared, they cut off that guy's finger. There's no charges for that yeah. for assault. Assault with a deadly weapon, nothing. Nothing happens that because that guy lives. No Surprisingly, charges. he didn't get murdered <laughs> no, in that house. No charges there. And then I think maybe he did, maybe he didn't die. And then Jeremy Renner dies, and there's no like not even like oh involuntary. There's not even a there's not even a nothing. cop. Like there's, there's no there's any... no cops or you know, like investigators being like, So you murdered uh Hawkeye right. in the in this house. Uh like what happened like we need to find out this is like a fucking csi shit right well not only that but like if somebody like runs in front of your car and you hit them like you and it's not it's an accident but you're still gonna get charged with something yeah like what the fuck like there's none of that going on they're just like it's fine oh and then at the very end jason manzoukas and his wife decide to commit insurance fraud yeah and that's okay well, they'll get away with it. I'm sure there's no consequences in this movie. Right. That's, you know, it's... Uh, it's kind of stupid. It's kind of stupid. And then I, when you fell asleep, I finished watching a movie I started called Beyond the Darkness. I think it was. Beyond the Darkness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's just the name of a podcast. Um, Beyond the Darkness, which is uh, one of those, like... Italian horror movies. Italian. It's, a, it's an Italian horror movie from, like, the late 80s, early 90s. But it was, like, it's done with, like american actors but it's just it's produced like you could tell it's produced like italian mm-hmm. you know and it just it, it just you know it's this is the kind of movies they make you know it's a dumb movie because basically it's about like a haunted house where like some kids are going you know the the it's basically like like a poltergeist kind of movie yeah where like uh, a house was built on top of a uh, like a like a witch burning site sure so for some reason a priest with a family because he, he must have been a reverend he must have been a reverend but it didn't really feel because it felt like it was very catholic it did 
It did. It's very like, hey, this is Catholic, man. Don't fuck with this. Yeah, and I'm like, but where'd that lady come from? You can't be married to her. Well, apparently he was married and apparently he had two kids. Apparently he was just like a temporary priest or something. And <laughs> was temping the agency temp set priest. him over? Temp priest. That's my new uh, show that's going to be right <laughs> after uh, Sister Kate on NBC. Oh, that's great. They're like, hey, go in. Oh, let's give you, because this is what we're doing. We're doing Sister Kate, temp priest, uh-huh. and then uh, Father Dowling Mysteries. Oh, there you go. Followed by Hi- Highway to Heaven. Oh, my God. That is the most primetime christ night you can get it is it's quite the catholic lineup that holy sh <laughs> it's a very that's a very god lineup it is or maybe maybe if, if temp christ gets uh, canceled we can throw amen in there i like temp christ i like the idea that like you would just or, or be temp, a, temp priest temp, temp christ temp christ <laughs> hey will you go fill in for that guy <laughs> he doesn't want to carry the cross any further <laughs> hey that would be simon he's, he's calling out that sick. was simon that's simon's story <laughs> the guy that, that helped uh, Jesus carry the cross for like a few feet. Yeah, well, for a little bit. So we're just gonna make a whole TV show about that guy. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? They do. They've done shit ton of movies about Noah. That's true. You know, they're finding all sorts of people do movies about. What about Simon? Great question, Temp babe. Christ. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm all about those tertiary characters. I know. Simon and Simon, who carried the cross for Jesus, is the red tornado <laughs> of the the Old Testament or New whatever, Testament. the New Testament. Excuse me. Yeah, I did. I did go to religion, a Catholic school, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> wow, that was actually that's actually a really that was a really powerful bit. I'm so proud of. I you. don't know why. I feel like I've, I feel very accomplished. I feel like I should be like. I should go tell some Catholics about it. You should. It's like, hey, check what I did. It's like, ah, whatever, get out of here. I mean, we're we're all on like a network. What? We're Catholics. You tell one of us, we all know. Oh. That's well, how you can tell works. your mom. I can tell my mom. I can tell my mom. My mom will tell everybody. It's like, oh, well, guess what? Guess what Sean did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my mom would be like, I don't listen, talk listen to anybody. Listen, I'd be like, all right. L- listen to this. Listen to his uh, his pitch. We're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna do a play. Oh, we should. Yeah, it's actually be better off if we did a play. Sure. Do it at the do it at the the Paris Center, okay. And back home in Buffalo. All right. And they could be in the. There, be, there's a built-in audience right we, there. We'd be Chitawaga. We could be in the Chitawaga Times. Be like local uh, area area of uh, local woman's hot shit Hollywood son returns to town with new play. Temp Christ. Temp, temp Christ. It's the best play. I can't <laughs> wait. Can't wait to see it. And I can. Oh man. Man, that's that's that actually sounds like a great movie, like like a great like premise for a movie. What Temp Christ? No, but like oh. me creating Temp Christ and then doing it at the Paris Center. Sure, I support this. Man, I come up with all the good ideas on this show. You really do. You got a lot of thoughts. Uh, but anyway, so anyways, this movie's dumb because it's basically like Poltergeist, but in a house, and the priest is a dad. Dad, Craig T. Nelson's a dad, or he's a priest, and then fucking uh, they, they what they do is like some kid. It's like because like these witches that just show up and they're all covered in like the like the black shrouds or whatever. Yeah. And they grab like the sun, and then the fa- the the priest, you know, the father priest has to go back and get his son mm-hmm. out of like this other dimension that's through this wall in his house. And he just like kind of walks in and he sees his wife because his wife is with the son. He's like, "All right, come on, let's go. Get out. Let's get out of this dimension." <laughs> right. So they walk out, but it turns out they took the wrong son. Because the that that son is like an evil, <coughs> evil witch boy. Oh now. no, he's is like it Clarion. Cl- Clarion. Yeah, and so they're like so. So instead of being like it's so, because no, what happens is like they're outside. They put the witch boy in the back seat, and they're like, and they see you know their son up in the window in the house, and they're like, is that just a trick? It's like no, we have the wrong son, and they How but do you they know? because the other son has like milky eyes. Oh, what you couldn't he, tell. Because he opens his eyes and he's like, "I'm, a, I'm Clarion," you know. Yeah. And they go, "Well, I guess we'll just like take him back to like somebody's house and have him take a nap." Or I think they go back inside. <laughs> I think or I think they go back inside the house and they have him take a nap, and then they just wait till the morning to get the real son. Why do they have to wait till the morning? I don't know. It's so weird, and they just it's just a lot of like, "All right, let's go get the real boy," and then they do, and then and then that drunk priest gets electrocuted. Oh, good. In a chair. Yeah. And then they get the real boy, but he, you know, he ends up being a witch boy anyways, and that's how the movie ends. What happened to the daughter? Oh, she's fine. Oh, okay. She goes and hangs out with another priest who dies. Oh, 
Well, that's good. At the end of the movie, yeah, she just all of a sudden it's just like she she just hangs out with her teddy bear and she's like she tells what I, she tells another priest he sucks and then she just hangs out with him. Well, because from what I was seeing, it was they were after the daughter. She was having those weird dreams. No, they, but, they, but then they grabbed the, the son. It was a, it was a, it was a swerve. Oh, I they're see. Like, they're like they're like because they 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 told they cut a promo on the daughter after they took the son. It's like we're coming for you, lady. And then they the witches did. They cut a promo. I'm, I'm so that's very great. That's good. <laughs> you told me to cut a promo today. I did. <laughs> Because <laughs> I got a name tag with my name misspelled, and John was like, "You should cut a promo on those people." Why not? Uh, it's all right. I just fixed it. You should be like, "Let I, me tell I you something, brother," <laughs> or whatever. You should. Yes, I'm gonna walk up to a table full of women and say, "Let me tell you something, brother." Because <laughs> we're like brother sisters here, right? Okay, so brother. yes, brother sisters, brother sisters. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's take our break. Come back, and we'll talk about our book for this week. You like cheap comic books, right? Well, I'm Professor Allen, and I talk about cheap comic books on the Quarterbin Podcast. In every episode, I'll dissect a single comic from my collection, as long as I paid no more than 25 cents for the issue. Forget about $4 new comics that you can read in four minutes, or crossover events that can cost 100 bucks to collect. Join me in the Quarterbin, where even bad comics are a bargain, and good ones are a steal. The Quarterbin Podcast is part of the Relatively Geeky Podcast Network. Visit us at relativelygeekypodcast.blogspot.com or search Relatively Geeky or Quarterbin Podcast in iTunes. I guarantee it'll be worth every penny. All right, we're back here on Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. I guess we should talk about comics. Nah. We're, t- <laughs> we're talking about movies for so long, and I was like, are we a movie podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> We're turning into an everything but comics podcast. I know. Well, you know what? I bought so here's some of my selections from uh Dave and Adams out in Buffalo. Shout out to Dave and Adams. Uh I got myself a Ravage twenty ninety nine comic. Mm, Lord. <laughs> Which uh if you're not familiar with Ravage twenty ninety nine, you're like everybody else. Uh Ravage twenty ninety nine was out like in the ninth mid nineties when they like the first wave of well, there really, really was like one wave of uh, 2099 comics mm-hmm. from Marvel. And uh, he was one of the main characters. And this one was the big one because he uh, he was one of the big ones because apparently Stan Lee created this and wrote like the first issue or he wrote like a few issues or this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, forever, you know, he will be associated with this because it was like Stan Lee did this. And it's like, yeah, but it's not very good. But nonetheless, uh, we are going to do Ravage 2099 from August 1994. Yep. And pick this up because here's the thing about Ravage that I I don't understand. I I never quite understood Mm -hmm. is that all of a sudden he looks like he's got like pointy like things on it. He looks. okay. so what's that luchador that I'm always like, what's that guy? Like that old wrestler might even be a Japanese wrestler. Who has like a mask that has horns on it like this? Liger? I don't know. There's a lot of them. That he was horns. in a match the other day, and I was like, "Who's that guy?" Psychosis? Yes, that guy. He looks like that. Kind of. He kind of his, his horns were a bit smaller. But oh, basically, well, I wasn't measuring horns. <laughs> they, he looks the same to me. He's just that he's got weird. He, basically, he looks like, uh, he looks like psychosis. He looks like uh, kind of looks like um, psychosis meets saber tooth. Yeah. Yeah. But with red hair, so yeah. he's like Irish, like Scottish. Yeah, like flowing locks. Flowing locks. Lovely. And he's, you know, he's got claws and he's just a big muscular dude. Yeah. Um, but it's also this, uh, there's a lot of questions I have about this book. Oh, yeah, we'll get to those. Which we'll get to because I'm like, wait a second. We're 21 issues in. Yeah. And some of this shit should have been going down in like issue two. Well, they start, that's the thing is like they started it out as like basically he was just like, uh, like a nomad looking dude mm-hmm. like who had like a scar on his face and he was just kind of like a um like a like an echo warrior guy who got framed and now he's like fighting for justice and he's really athletic and he's got some po- some nebulous powers you know i think from concussion blasts and then all of a sudden like like an issue 12 or something they're like all right you can also change you got mutated now you can change into this thing mm. and now he's you know now he does this occasionally and now he i and i thought this is how he always looked i did too but, but no uh, no but no apparently not. it's a temporary thing yeah 
Well, not not he unlike can, Temp he, Christ. He can, yeah, he can transform. He can transform into Temp Christ. <laughs> or Temp. We're gonna we're gonna call him in for auditions. Yeah, he's, he's gonna get called back. <laughs> and his real name. The, the funny thing about his him is his real name is like Jean Paul Ravage. Whatever. <laughs> which which kind of always makes me think of uh, like Triple H when he was uh, John Paul Levesque. Well, what was also or uh, Paul Jean or something? What's that? Who's Azriel? Uh, John Paul. Oh, John Paul Valley. Yeah, they're just like you know what? John Paul Hidden need, Valley Ranch. We need a whole shit ton of John Pauls running around. Yeah, we do. Uh, there was a Pope named that at the time, so everybody gets that name now. Yeah, cover real quick says. All of 2099 versus Ravage. And um, I don't know if that's necessarily it's, true. It's not. I would say that is a lie. It's not. And so you've got Ravage, and he's like jumping towards the viewer. There's like a moon behind him. There's some buildings. And then it looks like he's jumping into all the guns. He's jumping into a bunch of guns, and he's like, sounds fair. They're just, there's no bullets. There's just guns. And they're just sort of all pointed at him. They're all ready to shoot him. Yeah. And he's, he's into it. Yeah. He's like, I'm here to be shot, apparently. <laughs> so he's sounds uh, fun. So he's about to, you know, attack, and that's, uh, you know, that's the cover. And then uh, the actually on the inside cover, I just want to point out. I just looked at this real quick, and I was like, Hey, it's Tig Notaro as a basketball player, because <laughs> <laughs> I got like, uh, like USA basketball cards. And yeah, there's this one of a of a woman basketball player. Who? But there are those fun ones where it's like they're doing like an action thing, but like in the background is like their face. Yeah, they're doing it's a it's a very, it's very uh, classic, very nineties uh, Photoshop to do. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if shit, if I was collecting these cards in ninety four, I think I was already past my baseball my my collectible cards. Yeah, pays here, but so the story is called the the Savage is Loose. Okay. So we start with a splash page. Also want to point out here, Savage, uh, Ravage 2099, created by Stan Lee and, and Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. <laughs> Paul Ryan making another appearance on this podcast. Uh, is it the Paul Ryan? I think it is. Was he just like, between lifting weights, I'm going to write this with Stan Lee? Do you think him and Stan Lee, he was lifting weights and Stan Lee was like, it's like, Paul, put down that weight and come over here and help me think of... Yeah. Stop the, doing your own photo shoot. Come over here and think of a character with me. Think, think of this character with me. This, so I got this guy with red hair and... Uh, Paul Ryan's like, can we name him Anne Rand? And like, shut up, Paul. <laughs> That's how this character came to be. <laughs> um, so it's just like a big close-up of his face. He looks big menacing. He's like lit from the bottom. Yeah. And he's thinking. There's some like narration boxes. He's angry. He's upset because he's like in a forest somewhere and there's a bomb. Who's this blue dude? Well, that dude's dead. Oh, so there's a, blue, there's a dead I think guy. So, so what happened was in the issue previous to this, uh, just well, probably what happened right before this happened is that Ravage came upon or something happened where he encountered this fight between uh, this young, cow, this uh, whatever, this uh, yeah. cat boy. Yeah, it's like... Mullet. um. It's like a manimal. Manimal, whatever. Because uh, he's not a human, but he's not an animal. And he speaks like bad man, tell whatever. Like he speaks very like, yeah, it's caveman. like yeah, caveman type English. But it, it, I'm not really sure what he is. But he and this guy were fighting. And the blue dude is dead. And the pink guy who was fighting is severely wounded. Right. And, and there's Ravage apparently a knows bomb. who this guy is. And there's a bomb planted somewhere. I guess this pink guy planted it because... His master told him to. Right. Uh, and he's like, am I going to die? And Ravage is like, I can't lie to this guy. Everybody's lied to him his whole life. So I'm just going to tell him, yep. He does that thing in like the, the movie The Grey where like Liam Neeson's like, you're going to die soon. Yeah. And they're like, holy shit, that dude died. And he's like, yeah, because I told him he was going to die. Yeah. R.I.P. that guy. So he like, uh, the pink guy. What's this guy's name? Cat. Oh, I was going to call him Kevin. You can call him Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> he might as well be. I mean, he's a Kev, he's got a blonde mole. He could be yeah, a Kevin. Yeah, he, he'd be a Kevin. So Kevin uh, digs up his bomb. And is it like an atomic? Bomb? Apparently, it's a literally like a, literally an atomic bomb that was just buried randomly in a in a, a jungle. In somewhere. a jungle, and uh, Ravage is like, "Oh no, we're gonna die!" But then he punches it because he doesn't know how to d d disable it. So he's like, "Whatever, fuck it. I'm just gonna rip it up. Just rip at it. Rip at it." And he's like, "Okay, we're gonna die," and it just sort of like fizzles out. Yeah, well, he, he, he stops the bomb. Is and that then, what he does? It looks like he just punches it. Well, he just, yeah, he just rips, just slashes at it, and he's like, yeah, oh. That shouldn't stop it. 
That is the shittiest way to defuse a bomb. That's how he did it. Bullshit. He, he, he cut whatever wire needed to be cut first, and it didn't explode. He's like, green wire, or whatever. He's like, wire. So, and then he's like, yay, Kevin, we're alive. Oh, no, Kevin is dead. Kevin is dead. So R.I.P. Kevin. So he decides So to... he's like, let me pick you up, Kevin, and I'm going to take you over to a city. I don't know how far away the city is. I don't know what city. I think it's in New York. Maybe so, they're in New York. I don't so know. So he picks it up and he leaves. But then we cut to we're in a hospital with, I don't know, some guy. I don't know who that guy is. It's Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel and uh, a guy hooked up to machines. And there's like a doctor. And Howie Mandel is like, no, I need to talk to this guy. You wake him up right now. Well, so here's what I think is happening. I think this guy that's all beat up is... Has come across Ravage. Well, he's come across... I think he was like a partner of Ravage's. And Ravage, somehow, I, th- I think he set Ravage up. I and guess. Ravage, And it was just around this time that Ravage turned into this monster. Okay. And attacked him. And now he is about to die mm-hmm. or something. And then whoever... Or maybe maybe... Whatever this other guy here, I don't know, was this Alec or whatever. Yes, this other guy that he we we encounter later that's some uh, business type that is like, okay, well, we need to basically get him to tell us that Ravage is a monster, and right. you know, so we can arrest Ravage or you know, arrest the man, uh, Jean Paul Levesque. Yeah, you know? and he's like, oh, I've got like a truth egg, truth grape. The, I don't know if he says, well, no, he doesn't get his. He has to get a true tector. But right. for some reason, he decides to give him, like, a grape? Yeah, or that's like, a, like, is it the same thing? He's just like, here, Or it's like a, a grape you like? Ha- have a grape. A, like a, it's like a drug or something? Sure, why not? Maybe it's meth. Mm, oh, we'll just say it's Grape meth. meth. Uh, did you see this? Oh, yeah, that's... Whatever. There's, like, a bullpen. It has, like, an art, uh, an ad Punisher for, meets Archie. Punisher meets Ar- Archie, which... What the fuck? Look, I... Is that just Riverdale? That, that that's what I Riverdale? feel like. Look, I mean, I'm late on Riverdale. I'm late on Archie, and I don't feel. Well, I used to read Archie when I was a kid. I know you. I mean, I know you did. Not I like have, a I've, ton, but I definitely did. I've never had a relationship with Archie, in any way. Like so, anytime I'm seeing it and they're doing crossovers or whatever, I, I yeah, I don't I, care. I remember Archie, but I was never so into it that I would want to pick up a crossover. Now, I would pick up that Punisher versus versus Archie if I found it. For a buck, because what the fuck is that? Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to pick it up because I'm hoping it's a good book. No. I'm hoping the opposite, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're back with the Ravage. And we're he- back with the Ravage. And by, I just have to point this out. So Ravage walks up to this kid who he apparently knows. And he says to this kid, you've grown, Dak. The muscles suit you. Which Wait. is the fucking creepiest thing. You know what that is? That's basically what the guy in the creator shirt said to his very young boyfriend when we were in West Hollywood. We, we talked about the creator man on the show. I'm before. sure we have the guy. So there was like an older dude, probably about fifty, dating a very young boy. We're talking like 18, 19 years old, and he was like, "When I met him, he didn't have any muscles." That's exactly what this guy sounds like. Oh uh, yeah, but but also the the cap the capture the cat the the catch the least the catch for me was he was wearing a, a creator shirt, which is a creator with a K. That's a a thrash metal band from the 80s yeah. and 90s. Oh, well, that uh, guy's d- dedicated. That guy, that guy was like, I, that was, that was something else. Cause I, cause I totally believe that guy actually does like creator. Oh, absolutely. Like that was not an unironic shirt. No, no. He was wearing it because he bought it at the show. He bought it at the show in, in 1986. In, in LA. Like they came to the whiskey <laughs> yep. or to like the fucking, yeah, the, the whiskey, or, the Roxy or whatever. <laughs> he bought that show and he managed to preserve it for, oh, for 25, 30 years. So he can wear it out on the out on on the street with his young boy. Friend. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So anyways, but yeah. So anyway. so yeah. So he's just basically a pervert. So 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 yeah. Ravage and who his who is uh, no longer a monster. He's only, no. He's a now he's now he's a eighties corporate guy. Oh well, yeah, but with ponytail, and he's like, hey kid, friend. ponytail and earring. Yeah, hey hey kid friend. Uh, he's like, hey, what's that you got? And he's like, uh, it's a dead guy. <laughs> he's just like he's like yeah I got a dead pink uh uh dead dead thing I got a uh, dead, dead pink monster. uh cat human monster dead monster like I got this dead monster uh I don't know what to do with him so I just thought like I could bring you this body and they go yeah we can bury like, him yeah well whatever we'll figure it out <laughs> we'll bury him <laughs> here's like I brought you a body 
And then there's also another weird exchange here where he just sees some kid that's a part of this group and he goes, yeah, because there's this also kid, this kid with the purple ponytail. And he just he just kind of like looks at him. He's like, hi, Brian. And the kid's like, eh, uh, hi, Mr. Ravage. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Is this, I, I, I think, like I I think said, it's, this, is, this is the creator guy. Holy shit. I think it is. This guy's, I don't know, he's hanging around with really young boys. It's very uncomfortable. After he dropped, I mean, this is such a weird, like. After he brings them a gift of a body. He's like, here, why don't you bury this body? And they're like, yeah, some, we give him a good barrio burial. I'm like, some, some people bring flowers. Others bring cookies. Ravage brings bodies. Mm-hmm. That's his, oh, I didn't want to come empty handed. It's, it's a housewarming gift. It is. He's like, I couldn't come empty handed, so I picked up this corpse. <laughs> Just thought you might want it. So he uh, he goes into his office, apparently, or wherever he works, uh, and he finds his father along with his father's young wife and a bunch of guys. Yeah, they're just dudes pointing guns at him. A bunch of guns, and they're like, look, uh, you know, we got this evidence from this uh, this guy that died, you know, that was dying. Yeah, the guy he, in the hospital. Because you see, like, this hologram, and he's like, yeah, he turned into a monster and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Alex Dupledge, yeah, he was like friends with, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's like, you know, you got to tell us if this is true. And he's like, you got to listen to me. Uh, and so he's like, I'll just lie to him. But apparently he can't lie for some reason or he doesn't like to well, lie. We know he just kind of gets so angry that he ends up turning into. Yeah, he says just this once. And then he's like, I will not lie. This whole, you know, he's Rotten really. world's built on lies. He's against it. So he transforms into ravage yeah he turns it well, he turns into his monster form and uh what here's here's the questions that i have so he's just wearing this coat yeah and he's got these blue pants on uh-huh. and then he transforms and then like, i can understand all this other stuff being hidden yeah but like, where did the belt little, come from where well, the really? belts belts you can't see the belt but where did the boots come from i don't know because all of a sudden the boot like i understand mutating into an organic monster yes the the idea that you transformed all of a sudden your uniform or you have like new clothes it just is always weird because like where did this vest thing come it's like has well, a the loin... vest was probably underneath though because i think it's ripped like but whatever it's got, like a loincloth no, i like, think it's part long... of his ripped clothes no but look how long it is so like what was this was he wearing like a tunic mm, maybe i mean maybe they wear dresses in the future oh yeah i don't know future dress. so and his dad was just like oh like his dad just freaks out he's like no no oh my god my son is dead uh. he's like dad why don't you listen to me and he's like no no i can't i'm gonna start shooting at you i can't well the first of all the law enforcement there starts shooting at him right and he's fine you know he gets lit up but he's fine because he's a monster sure you know and then he like find charges into where his dad is and he's like he's dad, like, dad listen, listen to me he's like nope his dad's like no i'm gonna shoot you a lot and then he's like and then he goes, well, you know what? You want to kill me? I have no family. And then yeah, he's he, like, I'm cutting you off. Fuck you. Yeah, he uh, does. And he jumps out a wall. Yeah. And like just, just jumps straight through it and lands on the city. And now he's all pissed. And he's like, ooh, who's scared of me? I'm going to eat your children. Yeah, I know. For some reason, he starts, <laughs> start being, he starts being a big jerk. Yeah. He's like, instead of just being like, I got to get the fuck out of here because I just, you know, slash my dad. He's just like, why? I actually I like this. I, he goes, back off, humans. I'm dangerous. And then he just starts like telling kids he's gonna eat them which i actually kind of appreciate yeah i mean if i was a giant monster i would probably say the same thing and then he jumps like, into like i'm gonna eat all your children and then i would laugh hysterically and there's like a like a like an I've got air- a dark sense of humor like that yeah that'd be just <laughs> like i'm gonna eat you ah everybody's like no yeah, watch out jen ah no it's, it's crazy jen, she's trying to eat the children she's dangerous to humans that's all true <laughs> she likes animals though i know making she's- friends with all the cats she's only friends with the cats get her <laughs> So, so they uh, so he jumps into like a cruiser and he like like a ship, yeah, like a ship or whatever, and he doesn't like kill the pilot. And he's like, "Look, pilot, I'll be oh, your yeah. friend." No, it's funny because like the guy's like he can't. The two pilots are there, and he's like, "Well, he's not going to be able to uh, jump through our steel plated like bottom or whatever." And the pilot, second pilot, turns around and he sees Ravage. He's like, "Oh my god, what happened to Billy or whatever." He's like, I threw him out of the hole I ripped in your steel-plated bottom. He's like, are you going to kill me? He's like, nah. He's like, nah, man, you're cool. Just, uh, like, steer this thing for me and take me to the middle of nowhere. Take me, take me, take me to Howie Mandel's house. Yeah, take me to Howie Mandel's house. Uh, here, land this and light it on fire and then make some story about how, you know, you kick my ass or whatever. Right. So, so he goes to Howie Mandel's house and Howie Mandel's doing, like, a skiing simulation with, like, his... He, it's basically the holodeck from Star Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, hol- the next generation. It's it's the holodeck and... Uh, oh, you're on that now. Oh, our cat is... The cat, the cat likes Ravage. You like Ravage? 
Do you like Ravage? Okay, well, you need to get off of it so we can change, turn the page. No, how am I going to finish this book? There we go. How are we ever going to get to the end of 2099? It's really important. So, is <laughs> Ravage just like skiing? It's not important. Not, ow, not Ravage. Uh, Howie Mandel is skiing with that he's, guy. He's skiing with like his, like his assistant. Yeah, and apparently Howie Mandel has paid a lot of money to be Howie Mandel. He's like, I paid a lot of money for this young body. And you're like, I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe just here, this is people give you bodies. Now, the reason why he's Howie Mandel is because he looks like Howie Mandel from the 80s. He does. Yeah, not, not Howie Mandel now because no. Howie Mandel's got no hair. But this was back when Howie Mandel had like the, the curly hair. Yeah. No, but this is like, I mean, so maybe this is like the custom. Maybe you're just like, oh, I know you're going to transfer. Oh, is this like Get Out? Yeah, you're going to transfer but you your could do, But everybody gets turned into Howie Mandel. Yeah, you're like, you're going to transfer your consciousness into something, I assume. So I brought you a body. Right. Would you like to be a pink body? Because I bought you this. So somebody brought this guy, Howie Mandel. And he was like, oh, man, so exciting. And so they're like, in the simulation, he's like, oh, hey, look, it's a deer. But then the deer starts talking. He's like, I paid money to get in here or whatever. And it's Ravage. <laughs> Why does the deer start talking? I don't know, because Ravage is like, I'm in your simulation. And I'm uh. like, okay. So now they're out of the simulation, and they're shooting at Ravage. And then Ravage, so Ravage comes after... Oh, he comes after the guy who's not Howie Mandel. He comes after Howie Mandel's friend. And he's like, no, it was Howie Mandel the whole time. And uh, the guy's like, thanks a lot, you loyal asshole. Like, you just totally, like, sold me out. Oh, no, wait, this is... No, Howie Mandel's from earlier... But he just okay. Wait, I got I got mixed up now. Oh, I'm sorry. So Howie Mandel was the guy at the hospital, but he just works for Ravage. Oh, or he, wor- he works just for him Howie he works Mandel. for he works for this. Yeah, Howie Mandel works for this guy Darius Rush. Who's yeah, he, this guy you know, with the ponytail. He, he kind of looks like Pete from Mad Men. What this guy? No. The, oh, this guy? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So Pete from Mad Men. Yeah, he works for Pete for uh, Pete Pete uh, Pete Campbell. Yeah, Pete Campbell from Mad Men. He's got so, that yeah, slick back Pete hair. Campbell. Yeah, fuck, fuck Pete Campbell. So and he looks evil. Uh, much like that guy. So he's like, come on, Ravage. Come see what I'm doing. And he, like, takes him into, like, the other room. Ravage yeah. is like, oh, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, all right, why don't I show you this thing first? Yeah, he's like, the whole time he's, like, you know, dragging along Howie Mandel. And he's like, he's like, I'm going to kill Howie Mandel. But first, I'll listen to what you have to say. Yep. I'm like, why? You just fucking kill everybody. He's like, by the way, Ravage, my success is not an accident. Like, I'm an old dude in a young body. Uh, I got, I got, I got uh, Pete Campbell's body. Yeah. This is just the jungle I live in, meaning the city, and I just use it to my advantage. I'm so great. And you, Ravage, need to go back to the actual jungle because you don't belong here. Right. And so they're like yelling at each other. I don't know. He's like, oh, maybe you're right. Pete uh, P. Campbell. Well, he's basically, Pete Campbell's, P. Campbell's just basically telling them, it's like, look. Uh, yeah, go back to your jungle. You he's don't like, you're, you're wrong. And he's like, whatever. I'm going to, I guess you're right. But you're bullshit, like, and whatever's oh. wrong with mankind, they don't need a cancerous an- anomaly like you eating them from within. So I'm going to eat you. So then he kills them. And literally we end with the hero of this book eating a- another man. He eats this guy. Does he actually eat him? Yes. He doesn't go there to eat him. I think he just goes there to fucking kill him. He goes there to kill Howie Mandel <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and Pete. He says, you're evil, whatever the cancer is eating you then. Now I'm going to do what I came here for. And he goes, rawr, rawr, and the guy goes, no, Og. And then there's growl, and he dies. I assume he eats him. I'm going to go with he eats him. That's, Whatever, there's murder. He has lunch. He eats Howie Mandel and Pete Campbell, and that's Ravage's lunch. And that's how this ends. <laughs> that's Ravage's lunch. It's his lunch. And then he, and then he eats... Did he eat Howie Mandel for lunch? What do you think of that, <laughs> Paul Ryan? I'm benching five pounds. Hold on. <laughs> benching five <laughs> with the little, the tiny little, uh, the, so <laughs> the tiny heavy. little dumbbells. Like, ee, ee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Stanley, hey, give me a spot on this five-pound <laughs> bench. I, I you got it, Paul Ryan. I'll be right there, right <laughs> after I color in this, uh, this uh, Howie Mandel haircut. Do you think that, like, I, I assume that watching Stanley lift weights would be like watching Mr. Burns lift weights? <laughs> 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 do, you think, do, you think, do, you, do you think that Stanley's so feeble at this point in his life? No, that not feeble, just frail. If you think it's only when you put a sponge on his head, he would sink into the pool, <laughs> into, into the tub? Maybe. <laughs> Is he Mr. Burns at this point? No. No. Stanley Stan Lee was moving really good when we saw him. That's last. right, he was. He was actually walking he was, quite he, fast through. He was, uh, he was sprinting. Through the crowd there, surrounded by, like, huge dudes. Well, I mean, you, know, you can't get... Nobody's getting close to Stan. No, but I mean, like, 
these dudes were huge. This oh. was like, like they were just like, hey, Vince McMahon, do you have any spare huge dudes? And they were like, here, have these four. And he was like, okay, thank you. Do you think Vince McMahon has a closet of huge yes, dudes? Yes, he does. You know Vince McMahon loves huge dudes. <laughs> oh, I got a few of my, few of my office. <laughs> They're hired. <laughs> Stanley. Like literally, like I don't think the WWE would exist in its present form if it wasn't for Vince. Well, no, it wouldn't. But no, it wouldn't. But I mean, like Vince's love of huge dudes. Like I think if you just had Vince, who was like, I like good wrestlers, it would look comp- like Vince doesn't like wrestling at all. That's what I mean. He just loves a huge dudes in small pants. That's all. She's <laughs> like, give me the biggest, and you're like, okay, dude. Brody small pants. <laughs> Fit in there. Like I think Daniel Bryan's career would have looked a lot different if Vince wasn't just like had such a hard on for huge dudes. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah, a lot of things would be very different if Vince McMahon wasn't uh, a sizest. <laughs> is that what he is? He's, He's a, a sizest. <laughs> He's a sizest. Is that, that's a that, that's a term. Sure, I'm making not? that up. All I'm right. standing by it. It's a great term, man. <laughs> Vince McMahon is a sizest. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a sign. <laughs> That's gonna be a sign. Vince McMahon's a sizes. What is the? What are you talking about? Just the John Cena? What? Because like, you know, fans don't understand. I'm sure there's a fans couple. Fans of, fans of the, there are a few marks who would know what you were talking about. I don't about. know. I don't know. I feel that's the most inside wrestling term anybody could ever make, and I will, I will, I will yeah, blow you know everybody's what? minds. But you know what? I think that there's plenty of dudes out there who are just like you. They might think like, I might yeah. think he. They might think he. I might be calling him a size queen. No, 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 sizeist, different. Sizeist. I mean, he might be a size queen, but I can't really speculate to that. <laughs> I'm a size queen. <laughs> Good lord. Ledger's a size queen. <laughs> oh lord, what happened to this show? <laughs> I don't know. What what happens to this show? Every <laughs> single time we do it, it just like goes off in the weirdest direction. Well, let me. We're reading a comic book from uh, this comic book is stupid. This comic book, when this comic book came out, Kurt Cobain just freshly died. That's true. <laughs> fresh, fresh, fresh death. It sort of really morbid. Happen. It really did. Hopefully, someone will bring my body as a war- housewarming present. <laughs> Are they going to dig up our bodies and just be like, ah? Well. I assume that you only use fresh ones. I mean, I don't, I don't really know, know what how. If you, what, what if you want to go Do vintage? That's all like smelly and stuff. Like, like I mean, are we bringing mummies? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> bringing mummies. I mean, like, I broke into the Smithsonian to get this mummy to bring to you. That would be like Nick Cage, who will somehow still be alive in twenty ninety nine. Nick Cage has been alive. Cause you, cause you <laughs> Nick Cage is Vandal Savage at this point. Nick Cage is <laughs> is Nick Cage and Keanu Reeves. Uh, is my theory that they're Highlanders. This is my new theory that I'm sticking about. They're Highlanders. And they're gonna, or like immortals, but I just call them all Highlanders. They're <laughs> just gonna, uh, there can be only one, and they've decided to have a truce and have acting careers instead. Mm-hmm. But one day after Hollywood burns to the ground, then they'll have to fight. I will, I look forward to that. And so do I. I want to see that. I really hope Keanu Reeves wins. Oh, Keanu Reeves is gonna kick his ass. Yeah, I think he's going to, but they're both, they're both immortals. Yeah. Just, you know. Well, there you go. <laughs> Nick Cage and, uh, Keanu Reeves are immortal Highlanders, and uh, and Vince McMahon is a sizest. <laughs> if, you, if you take anything away from that book, or take anything away from our discussion of Ravage in 2099. Yeah, if you take anything away from the podcast, just make it that we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, well, that's well, that's been well established. Oh, yes, it has. Uh, would you read the next issue of this book? No. No? No. You're not interested in the rest of this story? Nope. I don't know. I'm oddly, because it's one of those characters mm-hmm. that, like... You know, in my mid '90s comic. Are you going to start collecting all of these? I don't know. I can't. I have oh, to I think that's order. A yes. our, I, what? I think that's a yes. <sighs> <laughs> you going to do your guy gardeners? I got other ones to collect right now, but <laughs> and I need to get everything in order and, and clean everything up. Oh, I know. And it's... read all those ones. Ugh. And get my shit in order. Yeah. But I feel like I'm on my way there. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Ravage 99 is way down at the bottom of the list. Okay. Well, you know. I might actually try attempt to see if I can make Ravage 99 in my wrestling game. Oh, that would be very exciting. Now that, that, you, have, kind of, now that you have purchased yes. uh, WWE 2K18. Which, by the way, if once once I finally get caught up in releasing uh, I Can Talk Kayfabe episodes, uh, we will, uh, 
you'll get to hear our, our our thoughts on that game, myself and Joe. Yeah. Which uh, at some point, because Joe bought the game too, and we're gonna have plenty of time to uh, fart around with it. Yeah. And try to make you know Ravage twenty ninety nine and see how that goes. That'll so. be exciting. I saw that Joe already has his very own character for career mode. Joe made like the easiest character. Yeah. He made just a guy with a brown stain on his butt. It's called poop butt. He says it's poop butt. No, he's gonna he's gonna be my guy. It's like. You know, because Joe just wanted to get into it, but me, it's like I, I do, I do art. Oh, is that what that is? It's art. It's art. <laughs> you do spend a lot of time. Uh, this is what I don't understand about you in this game. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're on the subject, you buy it every year, uh-huh. and you have ever since I've known you. You love this fucking game, uh-huh. and you play it for about two days. Okay, and then you spend six months just making guys. <laughs> And, and then you do it all over again the next year with the whole brand new game. I don't understand. Because it's art. Okay. I'm having. I'm sorry. Am I hampering your creative expression? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. I don't want to hamper your creative expression. You're not hampering anything. If, if this is how you express yourself artistically, then I won't say anything. I just find it you strange. You know, it's, it's, it's either that or I stress out about something. No, you know, I don't want you to do that. So you know, it's either, and, and, and I don't, art. I don't really, you know, I, I haven't done enough coloring lately. No, yeah, we both need to do but that. But I like but since this game is out and the game is beautiful. There are there are there nice. are some there I, I haven't gone through all the graphic you know everything yet in it, but cause I literally just got it yesterday, but there are some guys that look like they've been stung with all the bees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Rick Martell's in the game. I'm like, that's not Rick Martell. That's Rick Martell as uh, twenty Ravage twenty ninety nine <laughs> or whatever. He doesn't look. He doesn't look good. No. He looks. It's like it, which you know. Look, I love the model of Rick Martell. I love that he's in the game in 2017. That for some reason I don't know why he's in there, but great. But he, they didn't really take a lot of time to be like, yeah, we should actually make him look like he actually looks. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. Okay. Well, if it, if this is your stress relief and this is your artistic expression, I'm sorry for for. Oh no no, I'm not offended. No, hard time. You, you can give me a hard time all you want. I, I want to make it's a sure dumb that game you, that you feel creatively fulfilled. You could you could give me all the <laughs> shit you want. I don't care. I'm still gonna do it. Not, you're not, you're not gonna dissuade me from playing this game. Oh no, I'm not stopping you. Have fun. You know, and I, I look forward to my Thanksgiving ritual playing this game, yes. which will just probably be an extended uh, weekday. That I have now that I have the game. Yeah, but I, I probably won't because I got I got a life. I have to do work. Oh, we got a lot to do that week. I don't even want to talk. Well, we got I got a lot of work in general just leading up to then. You know, I I have to clean up these comics. I have to put this well, Ravage twenty nine nine away. That's gonna be our Thanksgiving. Is when we're just gonna fucking clean this place. Well, it's good. I'm gonna try to get something before then because I don't want to leave all that there because you know because it's Black Friday. On Thanksgiving. Well, the day after, after, after Thanksgiving. Yes. And that's what all the good sales are. There are definitely sales. We haven't fucked around with some of those sales in a while. We take, we, we, we stay back. We stay back lately. But however, though, you know, when we have a chance, we take advantage. Yes. You know, I guess. But we have, been, we've been very lax because I've had a fuck ton of comics that I haven't read yet. Yeah, same. My cat keeps eating them. It's kind of Until he keeps eating them. Yep. Yeah. You read a few comics, though. I did. Yesterday, yeah. and I read I read Ravage twenty ninety nine. So proud. <laughs> so that's it for Ravage twenty ninety nine. Uh, August uh, number twenty one from August nineteen ninety four. You can find myself on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean S H A W N. It's how you spell Sean. And you can also find our show on Facebook at Worst Collection Ever. Just type that in and please like us and please engage in our posts. We try to. I don't know. Try to be frequent about them. It's hard to schedule Facebook posts. I mean, it's not hard. It's hard to remember to do that. Yes. So. But please check that out. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com and jenstansfield.wordpress.com. And, of course, please email us at worstcollectionever at gmail.com. Please uh, give us your thoughts about any of the books we've talked about on the show. And uh, if you're on Facebook, or not sorry, if you're on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, excuse me, please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, leave us a five-star rating if you think we deserve it. I think we do. Sure. We put in a lot of lunacy into these episodes you know, every we week. We really do. And I think it's, 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 a, it's a large task every week to put out this ridiculousness. Not a large task, but just a large... It's, it's a mental undertaking to be like... I'm going to just blabber into this microphone for an hour <laughs> and put this out to the world. Yeah. 
The world can hear this. And if you think, if you, if the world, if you'll dig it, and if you dig that sort of effort, and you just dig it in general, please give us five stars, tell a friend, and uh, let's get us up in the rankings. I will, I will love the chart. That'd be fun. I'd love the chart in the visual arts can category. <laughs> oh, it's the drowned. Batman the drowned coming uh, out on Wednesday. Oh boy. Uh, I think he kind of looks like a lady. Oh, he's a lady of the lake. I don't know. With it, Paul Giamatti. Oh, it's Batman Paul Giamatti. Here's a terrifying mix of Bruce Wayne with Aquaman's powers. Ugh. Wait, why is he? Okay, you know what? Let's just get, let's just end this because I'm going to get angry yep. talking about this. It's best that we do. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, folks, and we'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.